Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Life is Mile podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Brian. And I'm your other host. I am Sterling. How are you doing today, Mr. Thompson? Oh, you know, I'm I'm surviving. I'm uh, trying not to uh, to physically assault uh, some of my customers. <laughs> I had a customer today. Uh, he threw money at me. Um, what? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He did not want to hear me uh, tell him that I was not accepting his offer, and he uh, he threw his money at me. So uh, I had to get up and walk away from him because it was about to be a Black History Month massacre. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Yes, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Growth. That's growth. Yeah, that's that's real growth. I'm proud of you. I'm 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 trying to become. I told I, I told everybody on this podcast that I'm trying to become a better person. I'm working yeah. on myself, you, and you I, I had to walk job. away. Yeah, good job. I even okay. told my manager, and he was like, "If you want to kick him out, you can kick him out." <laughs> He's like, "I give you permission." Yeah, he was like, "This is cool. Like, I I don't care. I've heard enough." So I was like, <laughs> "Okay, well, that's good." Yeah, I can do that. How are you? You know, I'm okay. Um, just just surviving, working. I've had a five-day tension headache, so that's exciting. Went oh, to the doctor. Boy. I was like, please help me. <laughs> like, I just went to urgent care. I was like, please make it stop. Uh, so they gave me some stuff and I'll be all right. But, you know, that's about it. Just that's my that's my big news, you know. You, you know that fun shit. <laughs> Not always fun. Other big news for us is that we now have a new pod pick created by our awesome, awesome friend Darcy. She is wildly talented. She is our number one fan <laughs> listener and was like, Hey, would you mind if I like redid your picture? I think she said, I want to like snap it up a bit or something like that. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And then she was like, great, because I already made it. I didn't want to like offend you. <laughs> the unofficial creative director of the Life is Mile podcast. She did the chocolate Puma logo. Yes, she, she did. She did my save the dates. Yeah, she did one of ours too. <laughs> she's, she's mad talented. So, so yeah. thank you to Darcy. Yeah, and if you want to give her money to do things, I'm sure she wouldn't say no. Yeah, like, give absolutely. her a lot of money because she's give worth it. it. She's definitely worth it. Massively talented. She does all the Women Unite stuff. She's so good. She's so talented. Yeah, just contact her agent. His name is Ferris, and uh, <laughs> he will he will take care of you. He'll take care of you. So what's uh, been uh, happening out in the uh, Twitter sphere, the world? What have you What have you found? Well, we've spoken on. I can't remember if it was the Chocolate Puma podcast or on here, but about a certain gentleman named Christian Walker, a very flamboyant uh, young gentleman who says a bunch of dumb shit, usually from the front seat of a car. Well, his father is former NFL great Herschel Walker. Mm. who was asked for some reason uh, to testify about why Black people shouldn't get reparations. Fun fact. He's the one Black person that they found <laughs> was against it? I don't know. 
fun fact uh herschel walker is black so that was that's funny that is funny <laughs> and what he spoke against it was a virtual congressional hearing uh it's being held um for house resolution 40 which is not for reparations it is to create a commission to study reparation proposals. So- Oh, he's against that? Yeah, that, that is what, so he's so opposed to the idea of reparations that he won't even have a study done that could bolster his point maybe. If you are so righteous, mm -hmm. go ahead and do the study. Sure, what are you afraid of? Yeah, I'm, you know what he's afraid of. <laughs> Come, on. Come on now. And I'm going to read, because <laughs> his quote is just fucking stupid. Like, there's no other way to put it. <clears throat> we use Black power to create white guilt. My approach is biblical. How can I ask my heavenly father to forgive me if I can't forgive my brother. He then added, reparations teach separation. He thought he had a bar right there with that yeah, one. Yeah, he did, yeah, he uh, did. <laughs> slavery ended over 130 years ago. How can a father ask his son to spend prison time for a crime he committed? One, slavery did not end 130 <laughs> years ago. That's, that's, that's wild off. Uh, cause that would be in the 1890s. Um, <laughs> I was, I was sitting here and I was like, I think it's longer than that, but like, I'm bad at math. <laughs> I, but I was like, I think he's wrong. I did all this uh, research earlier and that didn't dawn on me until like, I actually <laughs> read that out loud. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, uh, well, Herschel found... Walker. I found this thing here because I was like, I was reading up on this a little bit. There are several ideas for how reparations might work, though the Review of Black Political Economy estimated that a sufficient reparations package would cost roughly $12 trillion and give each descendant of slavery $254,782. I will gladly be Venmoed or quick paid my if you want to send a paper check that's fine that's I will fine, just fine. take the rest of the week off and I will sit by the mailbox that's cool <laughs> I will do whatever I need to do I was like that is a that's a nice chunk of money yeah, it, I'll take the whole anti-reparations thing is just really weird to me like yeah. I, I don't understand like you can admit that it was wrong, but you don't, like all you wanna be like is, sorry, we cool? Sorry, we and, are bad. <laughs> we cool, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Of course they're not gonna do anything because then you'd have to admit to everything else horrible that has been done throughout history, right? Right. Just after slavery, like, okay, you're freed, but like, let's also just consistently try to kill you and ruin your lives forever and ever. Yeah, I mean, the goal, the goal posts keep moving with it, too. It's <laughs> like, okay, well, if Black people just, you know, if they worked hard and pulled their pants up and blah, 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 well, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, well, what about 
thriving neighborhoods like you know black wall street like mm-hmm. they pulled their pants up they and they were right. thriving they were doing it without any help they weren't yeah. even asking for help and yeah. then a bunch of you know jealous white folk rolled in and burned that shit to the ground burn the shit down to the- like even like the the you know world war ii bunch of black soldiers they go they fight for their country all the white, you know, a bunch of white soldiers get the GI Bill, black men totally denied. Like all, most of that money was spent on buying homes, getting well, investing. This is where that generational wealth started for a lot of people that wasn't afforded to our, our, our grandparents. <laughs> like my, my grandfather served, both my grandfather served, one got it, one didn't. Like <laughs> there it is, right? So uh, both of my grandparents served. Neither of them got it. Um, yep. In fact, when they came back here, uh, my granddad uh, on my mom's side had to take a test for the right to vote. To vote, exactly. To vote. He was yes. getting shot at. Yes. Yes. Get you know. Yep. It's like you know you're a you're a great American, and then as soon as he stepped back on you know U.S. soil, all right, nigger, back to the line. Back, <laughs> back on the line. <laughs> back to the fields. Like, absolutely not. No. Yeah. yeah. So there it is. That's see, that's always like a part of it. it. It's just, you have to recognize everything and you know, people don't want to do that shit. Uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates. I, I feel like if they want to find a way to do reparations, just read Coates's uh, article in the Atlantic from 2014, yes. the case for so reparations. Good. He laid it out and it wasn't like every black person gets a check. It's like a, a you know, he did it based off of like, um, community programs and all this and Mm -hmm. following you know the great migration all that it's it's fantastic i'm simplifying it way too much because i'm not smart enough to do a proper synopsis of it (laughs) Uh, but he said in that in america that looks away is ignoring not just the sins of the past but the sins of the present and certain sins of the future more important than any single check cut to any African-American, the payment of reparations would represent America's maturation out of the childhood myth of its innocence into a wisdom worthy of its founders. God damn, those are some bars. God, he's so good. <laughs> he makes good. me sick. Oh, he's so good. I'm just oh. like, oh, everything, everything. You write. All, every time he does anything in the Atlantic, I get so giddy. I'm like so excited to read it. <laughs> like, oh. Love it. Yeah, Liz got us tickets uh, when he uh, came out with We Were Seven Years in Power. Mm-hmm. And I got to hear him like speak in person. I was just sitting there like, just, ah. <laughs> it's like I had like the little hearts like coming yeah. around my face, like, ah. Like, I love you. Uh, I would have yelled that, uh, but you know, I was, I was just too, too awestruck. <laughs> That's amazing. Shout out to my close personal fan. Friend Tanahisi Coates. Well, some stuff that's been going on also is the Gen Z hates millennials argument. Uh, the latest is that Gen Z has said that millennials are old and outdated because they do side parts in their hair, they wear skinny jeans. And they use the like crying, laughing emoji too much instead of like the skull one, which is like, I'm dead. You know, I'm laughing so hard, I'm dead. And I think this is like a funny argument because 
well, like, of course they think we're old. <laughs> like, I yeah. I mean, I'm just like, yeah, nothing is geared towards us anymore. Nobody is advertising like the trendy hot things to do towards us. We're all like, we're, we're in our mid to late thirties. We, we have kids. You know what demographic we need? 37 year olds with bad knees. Yeah. Let's get those guys. <laughs> Let's give those guys all the advertising. So it's like, it's funny because TikTok has been blowing up with it and it's phenomenal. TikTok is like the thing that brings me the most joy right now, which is maybe sad to say, but outside of, outside of Carl and Langston, it's TikTok. Um, but it's such a funny thing. I was, I'm just like, I'm old. I, I don't care. I have a kid and mortgage and a full-time job. I can also buy my own alcohol and I'll wear whatever jeans I want because I'm a grown ass woman and I don't care what like a 20 year old thinks of me. Yeah. Like at all. Cause you're but 20. I can also see their annoyance with us because I work with a couple of uh, millennials who I am defending Gen Z yeah, yes. far too much because they're fucking morons. Yeah. It's like they're blaming, first off, they <laughs> I have an ongoing argument with a coworker about WAP and how he <laughs> thinks he's blaming, first off, he's blaming it on Gen Z when Cardi B is like our age. She's our age. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he's like, these young kids, they don't know anything, like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, when we were young, David Banner had a song out called Play. Absolutely <laughs> filthy. Okay. When my older sister was young, Uncle Luke had a song out called Me So Horny. Yes. Absolutely filthy. filthy. I could go on and on. And it never that, ends. Like Our grandparents had a song called The Hoochie Coochie. Like, <laughs> this is... This is something that's like, I'm, I'm trying to get him to realize like filthy songs are all throughout history. It's forever and ever. Like we can't sit back and be like, we were only listening to like Beethoven. Like Exactly. No, we, listen um, we definitely listen to my neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack. Like, like come on. We, we listen to some trash stuff. So I'm trash. like, don't trash these young kids and no. like whatever they're li like oh the music's so bad on the radio my niece uh who is she's a sophomore in college now holy shit I'm <gasps> um oh my god we're old but when she was like <laughs> nine or ten like this teenage mutant ninja turtles movie comes out and I'm just bitching up a storm like they're ruining my childhood and blah 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 and I bet you this movie sucks and, and I'm just being a grumpy get off my lawn old man and she just comes out of nowhere and she says well it's not made for you of course you don't like it and I'm like oh oh, oh that's it oh, okay <laughs> I got schooled yep. excuse me I'm gonna she shut the hell ass. up and to this day I just remember her sweet little voice going well it's not made for you of course you don't like it and I'm of like course. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That That's Absolutely. all it took for me. And I'm like, yep. I hear something on the radio and I'm like, I don't really like it. I don't really get it, but it ain't made for me. So but it's not made for I me. Keep so moving. it's fine. <laughs> exactly. Cause that's the thing. Like Gen Z, they want to come for millennials. And I'm like, as you should, that's your rite of passage. You, you are supposed to make fun of the generation of before you, right? Like yeah. that's what we do. 
And but I'll I'll always go to bat for Gen Z. I was like, these bitches out here body slamming police officers last summer. Like, I'm I'm here for it. They're calling out their drunk uncles Hell in yeah. their face and doxing people <laughs> that they're related to for storming cap the Capitol. And I'm like, I'm here for it, children. I'm so proud of you. Yes. I was like, we we created <laughs> social media for you so that you could like build it up into what it is today and use it to benefit the greater good you will drag people and cyber bully the hell out of like horrible <laughs> senators and congress people and i just love you for it i'm really proud of you like so yes like you can get on my ass about skinny jeans and laughing emojis but you also ate tide pods and i'm not coming for you for that so like let's I just mean, cool. butt chugging is a thing that gen <laughs> z did you know so exactly. you know I was like, y'all were kids. Yeah. You're growing up. I'm proud of you. Make fun of me all you want. I'm not gonna, but I'm not getting rid of my skinny jeans because they look good on me and I don't care. And don't look, I use the crying laughing emoji because I'm crying laughing. I'm you not dead. Laughing. I'm not okay? dead. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, speaking of alive. What is alive right now is my undying hatred of Woody Allen, who I find to be an overrated piece of shit. <laughs> I 1000% agree with you. What an uh, overrated piece of shit. I find his movies to be, it's like freshman year, like film major, like deep. Yes. Yes. I've thought that ever since I was probably in high school, like, yeah. was, oh, Annie Hall, it's a classic. It's mm -hmm. a classic. And I'm like, it's all right. Yeah. I mean, it's. I remember watching like Bullets Over Broadway or something. I think he did that one. I don't even know. And I was just like, I guess so. Like, I don't get it. I would try to watch his movies and I was like, I don't find these enjoyable like, at all. I used to think, like, damn, maybe I'm just not smart enough to get it. Yeah. But like, now that I've gotten older, I'm like, no, you got it. It was just yeah. fucking, it was just shallow as hell. It wasn't yeah. deep. It's not very good. Like last one I saw was a, I think it was a Vicky Cristina Barcelona, and mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, this is this is where I get off. I, I gave it a, I gave it a good go. Yeah, um, and people always want to be like, but you should watch this or no, 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 but this one's so good. And I'm like, I don't find any of his movies good. I can't get through them. Like I think I've gotten through two of them before. I've started a ton of them, and I'm just like, I don't like this at all I don't like a style of writing and then also I'm like I'm not going to give time to some dude who married his daughter like I'm sorry he's a monster he's a yeah. gross horrible monster that people are constantly trying to defend like Scarlett Johansson was defending him and Diane Keaton will defend him and I'm like I get that that's your homie but like also he married his daughter like, but what I love is like when the people defend him, they go, hey, that wasn't his real daughter. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that oh, was okay. just his stepdaughter who he met when he was like, when she was like eight years old. Exactly. <laughs> and he was around and raised her, basically. Like, silly me. <laughs> silly me for, for thinking that that's not horrible and disgusting. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. I feel like it's gross enough when like a dude is like that much older than his wife. Yeah. But Dude, you were Dude. you saw her yeah. mom sign like the adoption papers. That Ugh. shit is gross. <laughs> so gross. It's so 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 gross. Ugh. 
Yeah. Well, there's a new Alan B. Farrell uh, documentary um, mm -hmm. that's coming out. And first off, uh, Ronan Farrell is involved with it. And basically, if you ever see your name followed by <laughs> Ronan Farrell, you're done for. You know, you done fucked up. All you, you just, you got two options shut up and hope people forget. <laughs> Or immediately start apologizing. Yes, buddy. People that come dude. Oh, he and he has receipts. And All got, of them. He got receipts for his receipts. <laughs> like you can, if he told me like, "Hey, Martians landed here like yesterday," I'd be like, "All right, well, where they at?" For that, I believe you. Because I'm taking him. Yeah, for his word, baby. He doesn't stop, and I love it. I love. He was like, "I will, I will destroy." all of these people because they're monsters and i'm just like respect yeah. anytime it's like ronan pharaoh's coming out with something i'm like let's go let's go who's go I'm, who's going down this week i mean like, you know you done fucked up when he's, he's coming up. after you yeah and so i remember when woody allen and mia pharaoh got divorced mm -hmm. and i remember a lot of people like just they painted Mia Farrell like she was just this this jealous harpy who yeah. she's uh, she's making these kids like make the because um, um, uh, Ronan's sister um, was she said that she was you know assaulted by Woody Allen mm -hmm. and they're like oh she she's just jealous that she's getting left and she's making her say that and blah 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 and everybody just kind of discounted and he's like at the fucking Oscars and like there's a a child saying like hey this guy hurt me and nobody's even talking about nobody it. talking about it I, I I still remember like <laughs> my aunt being like Oh, he looks like a creeper. Like I don't know if he did it, but he looks like a creeper. And I'm like, yeah, 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 he yeah, because he fucking did it. <laughs> yeah, because I remember when he, like, he and Sunyi got together or whatever. And I remember Mia Farrow was on Oprah talking about it. And this was a long time ago, but I remember being like, wait, he got with his daughter. And my mom was like, okay, so she was adopted. Like my mom like broke it down and I was like, but, and she was like, right, he's still terrible. She was like, he's awful and his movies suck. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. And then I like watched him as movies and I was like, my mom is not wrong about this. Like she did not hold back. She was like, this guy's terrible. He did this. He did all of these things that they're saying, like he's gross and we don't, we don't like him. And I was like, I'm on board with this, Pamela. Like, yes. Shout out to Pam bringing that yeah. truth serum. She brought it and she was like, <laughs> absolutely not. Like he's, he's gross. And so, but you're like, it was, it's just in Hollywood, man. And we see it all the time. Like, mm -hmm. oh, she's jealous or this and the other. And it's like, or she's right. And he's a piece of shit, but y'all want to like pretend that his movies are like the greatest thing ever created and i'm like no he doesn't even break into my top 100 like ever like look i would rather watch pootie tang than anything <laughs> right? by woody allen right and if you're listening to this and you think i'm like being sarcastic i am not i am 100 serious and pootie tang, tang was made by louis ck who's also a piece of shit which really yeah. sucks but i would oh, if we're going one. on if we're going on that thing absolutely yeah. Picking Pootie Tang every day. Yeah, all day, every day, twice on Sunday.
I guess we can get into some of these current events because, good Lord, this week's just a fucking dumpster fire. Um, Texas is currently dealing with, I'm just going to call it the effects of global uh, global climate change. Yeah. Uh, They got a system that can't handle any kind of snow. And Ted Cruz is a cowardly piece of shit. Total piece of shit. So before we did this, I was like, I need a timeline of events. So, because it happened pretty quickly. So Texas, deep freeze, power grid shuts off. Uh, For those of you who do not know, Texas has its own power grid. It's broken into the state, like Western states and Eastern states, but Texas said, we don't want this federal government running our shit and we don't want to be regulated (laughs) except El Paso, which is random. They're on the Western grid. So throughout all this, El Paso was totally fine. Everything shuts down, no heat, no nothing. Of course you have the Republicans in that state blaming the Green New Deal, which doesn't exist yet. It hasn't been signed into anything. So that's hilarious because people are dumb. They also were like, it's the wind turbines and those fell apart. They they did, yes, they did, but so did the natural gas and coal or whatever the hell else they're using. Everything stopped working. And the windmills were not winterized because they did not do federal regulations or what have you and get through all of that process. And that's why they shut down. Please read real things, people. I just need to reiterate this, do not, read the Federalist Papers, or listen to Newsmax or own, they are giving you false information. With that, so what happens? Ted Cruz starts tweeting tips and recommendations for staying home, right? He does this for about two days. Um, Then some old tweets resurface from August of 2020, where Cruz was criticizing California's power grid because they were losing power during the fires and the extreme heat. He's resurfaced. He got dragged for it. Then he apologized, kind of, and said, well, I just have no defense. After that, Ted Cruz then leaves for Cancun. It was first a picture on Twitter that people were desperately trying to verify, which they did within the day. Verified that Ted Cruz was on a plane headed for Cancun. When people called him out, he then blamed his daughters and said he was just dropping them off in Cancun because they wanted to get away where it was warm or something. And he was only going to drop them off and then come back home. They discovered that this was a lie based on his return flight, which was originally for Saturday and not like Thursday or whatever that he said it was, and because of text. (laughs) that his wife had sent to friends and neighbors that one of them then released to the media, which was amazing. He finally flew back, was out there giving out water and stuff. Mind you, he just flew on an international flight and was supposed to quarantine for two weeks, but instead went out to people who were, had no heat, (laughs) no nothing, no power, Um, All while this was happening, his rival, AOC, was doing badass work and raised, I think we are at $5 million as of today from AOC, who then flew to Houston to help hand out blankets, help with some of the organizations she raised money for. Also, Beto O'Rourke, who lost to Cruz during the Senate race, 
was actually out doing wellness checks, making sure uh, shelters and places stayed open and people were uh, had had places to go and food to eat and things like that. So Ted Cruz is a piece of shit. Okay, so I would like to say that I was surprised that Ted Cruz blamed his daughters <laughs> because, I mean, what man would blame his children? But then I said, Thompson, what are you doing? Look at who you're talking about. Donald Trump called that man's wife <laughs> ugly. I think we say this every single time, but it because must it be bears repeated. repeating, it must be repeated every time. It bears repeating. Donald Trump called that man's wife a dog. Then he said that his father tried was involved in the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> and he defends him to this day. Mm -hmm. So that him blaming his daughters is actually 100% in line with like what somebody like Ted Cruz would do. Two, I would like to say that I already know which one of the friends in the group chat released the text. It was the one that kept coming up with excuses. At first mm -hmm. she was like, Oh, you know, I can't leave my mother-in-law up. Oh, you know, I get like, she kept looking for an out. She kept looking for an out and Heidi kept pushing her. Pushed her hard. Yep. She pushed her too hard. And now those texts got released to the New York Times. It was amazing. Oh, I mean, wow. it just contradicted Beautiful. everything. Everything. He told everything. Like, he told like four different stories within like three hours. Exactly. It was it just was, like time after time. It was like, dude, just admit it. Just be like, it's cold. We're rich. We try to get out. That was shady and shitty of me. You got me. You got me. My bad. And then people were like, well, what was Ted Cruz going to do? Ugh, uh, I hate okay. those people. Well, okay. One, he's a fucking senator. He mm -hmm. can do his job and try to help his constituents. But what that also tells me is that, you know he's a piece of shit then that shouldn't be in office. Like if your first response in a crisis is, well, we're better off if he leaves. Yeah. Then what the fuck is he doing in the office? <laughs> Fucking nothing, that's why. He's just, he just talks. He doesn't actually, I feel like he doesn't do anything except like shit all over everybody else's ideas. And it's like what he could have been doing, which is your job in the Senate is you look at resources. You could have reached out to states that were surrounding like Arkansas, I believe borders Texas and their roads were like clear and fine. They didn't have any power problems. You could have been like, Hey, people in Arkansas, like the Arkansas senators and governors, can we work together, do something? Can you help us out? Whatever, like start working to get funding and aid sent over there, work with President Biden to do that as quickly as possible. You don't just dip out. Yeah. Well, there's this great picture of one side of the highway is Texarkana, Arkansas, mm -hmm. and the roads are completely clear and salted. Mm -hmm. The other side is Texas. Yeah. And those roads were completely white and it was like a massive pileup because they didn't have any salt or anything. I'm like, so you couldn't call the good folks at Texarkana and be like, hey, we will pay you to yeah. just come across the street. Yeah, just come through with your trucks, clear all this out, we'll pay Send you, us a we'll bill. set up some contract. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what you do yeah. as a politician, right? Like. I don't know exactly what, <laughs> what all their job entails, but I feel like 
that's something you could do be like let's reach out to these surrounding states and be like can you help us yeah and people would do it like that's the other thing like people are willing to help clearly AOC like you see I know like people have donated I've been trying to figure out where I can donate because I was like I feel like I keep missing it but I'm like let's do this because they they need help like right I don't know it's just so yeah their government failed them and yep yeah just ugh fuck Ted Cruz Ted Cruz what a piece of shit (sighs) well I guess speaking of pieces of shit Earlier this week, looks like Lauren Boebert, the wackadoodle from Colorado, and Don Jr., uh, the wackadoodle's son who's always coked up, uh, were out there posing with guns. A ton of them. So, like, if you look at it, it's like they got all these assault rifles, like, in their house. Like, Lauren Boebert's sitting in, like, her office, and she's got, like, six assault rifles on the shelf behind her. And one of the things, like, like gun people were like, don't you have, like, four kids in your house? Shouldn't these be <laughs> locked up safely? Like, gun advocates, people who are, like, yeah. very pro-gun were like, mm, maybe you shouldn't, like, have them out and about like that with your eight-year-old running around the house. And Don Jr., what a dumbass. He's so cooked he, up. He's so cooked up. I'm like, dude, you're going to have a heart attack. (laughs) Like, I'm showing concern and I don't care about you. You need to lay off of the drugs. (laughs) He's got so many guns behind him. And I was like, what is this? And then, you know, people were like putting the side by side next to, what's his name? Bin Laden, who had like the same exact poses. And I was like, yeah, this is what you look like. Like, this is what you look like. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares how many guns yeah. you have. Please just stop. Well, what I like is these gun people are also like, I know what Lauren Boebert were like replying like, hey, you're not supposed to have the ammo like in the stock, like ready right. to fire, you idiot. <laughs> like, right. If that thing slips off the wall. <laughs> yes. It could kill everybody in the room. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I don't know anything about guns. <laughs> and no. I know that. <laughs> God, I'm just like, you're such a dummy. She's so dumb. Yeah, she's dumb. And I just like want to reply to like everything Don Jr. posts with like, this isn't going to make your father love you. Your name's not (laughs) Ivanka. (laughs) He'll never love you. And I'm like, that might be cruel. But then I remember I don't give a shit about Donald Trump Jr. So he's a piece of shit. That's what this section should just be called. This week's pieces of (laughs) shit. Don, Donald Trump Jr. is a piece of shit. Lauren Boebert's a piece of shit. And Ted Cruz is a piece of shit. Absolutely. And if we're going to keep talking about pieces of shit, my pillow CEO, <laughs> Mike Lindell, huge piece of shit. Huge piece of shit. But buddy, he's got it coming for him because the fine folks at Dominion Voting, so they're not fucking around. Okay? They aren't. I'm uh, here for yes. them. Like, I love it. I I always said, like, from the get-go, rewind the tape, okay? I said this episodes ago. More will happen to Donald Trump and his little sycophants from Dominion suing them than would happen from anything that happened in an impeachment trial. Yep, yep. I I called it. You did call it. You absolutely did. Because I was like, first off, we're not going to find 17 Republicans that are going to do the right thing. Like. 
Okay. That never happens. And it took them almost murdering Mitt Romney for him to like, for him to do the right thing. Exactly. Like that's what that is. But uh, yeah, they're suing my pillow CEO Mike Lindell for one point two billion dollars. No way! Billion. (laughs) The complaint accuses Lindell of perpetuating a big lie about Dominion's role in the twenty twenty election. It says he knowingly uh, spread false information about how Dominion's voting machines conduct audits investments from foreign countries and its presence in U.S. voting system. (laughs) Instead of retracting his lies, Lindell, a multimillionaire with nearly unlimited ability to broadcast his preferred messages on conservative media, whined that he was being censored and attacked and produced a docu-movie, in quotations, featuring shady characters and fake documents sourced from the dark corners of the internet. I don't know who, who the lawyer is that wrote that, but I want to give, I feel like he needs a job with like Bossup because that is, that's the kind of shadiness I need in my legal briefs. I love it. Did you see, I saw like a clip from his movie, The it's called Absolute Proof. And first of all, what I love about social media is that people will do the work for you so you don't have to and like shit like that. So a bunch of people watched it and they were like, first of all, there's no proof. Like there's no proof. And they were like, here's some of the best clips. And I, so I watched a few of them and I was like, what, first of all, my pillow guy. And I hate that he's from Minnesota. He's also (laughs) from Mankato, Minnesota, which I was like, that makes sense. He like I was like you have like a solid business your pillow sucks I bought it years ago on my search for the best pillow in the world it sucks Langston uses it because he's a child he don't care and I was like you were fine and then you like hitched your wagon to Donald Trump and now look at you you are getting sued by Dominion voting for what how much 1.2 billion dollars so yeah. coming this fall Dominion pillows <laughs> I love it. And uh, I hope they destroy his life. <laughs> Mike Lindell joins such luminaries in the uh, Dominion Kicking Your Ass Club as Donald Trump attorney Sidney Powell, who's also a fucking wackadoodle, yeah. and also Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wasn't Lou Dobbs involved in that as well? I don't think he's been like officially sued. Okay. Because I think he went on TV and like, basically was like, hey, hey, y'all, Dominion ain't do nothing. My bad. Those those claims were unfounded. Don't sue me. <laughs> and I, that's all Dominion wanted. That's it. Because I love it when the my pillow guy was on like Newsmax or something, and he's just ranting. And he's like, they, the voting was, you know, whatever, trash in Dominion. And Newsmax was like, no, we don't believe this. And there was no evidence. Like they were covering their ass. And I was like, fucking Newsmax is like, we are not big enough to get sued like this. Please stop. Like, yeah. please stop. Yeah. They're like, if somebody gets like salmonella from catering, we're fucking done. We're- you think we can deal with Dominion? <laughs> Can't do this. I'm. I love it. I love Dominions become like the hero in all of this. They're like, oh, the impeachment didn't work, but we got them. Mm-hmm. Oh my dear. Last one of them. 
like, hey, don't worry about it, Democrats. I got it. <laughs> we got it. Oh, man. Uh, but I'm going to end on some, some good news, some great news even. Political prisoner Robert Schmurda will be freed by the time this podcast release. Let us raise our hands. Let, our, let us rejoice and let us do the hot nigga dance. <laughs> this is good stuff. It has Bobby been a long spring. time. It has been a long, long time. Too long. <laughs> too long. Too long, I, I was I was appreciating a lot of their, their articles and stuff because they, they were the ones that like talked to him in prison. They, um, They've been like following it. I love NPR. I'm a nerd for them. But uh, in their piece that I was reading today about it and just like, what's he going to do after? And they talked a lot about how these like the conspiracy charges that he had and like how that's really just set up against black and brown people. And and they follow like dudes in the entertainment industry who are like repping stuff. And it's really just another way to take down successful black folks. Yeah, I mean, and I, what really made me uncomfortable, like at first, you know, it's like, oh, ha, 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 ha. There, he rapped about some crimes and now he got arrested for it. But it's like, when you stop and think about it, it's like, you're taking an art form and you're treating it like it's a mm-hmm. documentary, like, he wrapped up, he said that he had been selling crack since the fifth grade and they used that in the trial. <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah. Like, oh, well, he said that this person taught him. Well, he knows a person named this. So clearly that's who taught him. So he's clearly a, a danger to the street. And it's like, all right, this, this isn't funny anymore. <laughs> like you're trying to send yeah. this guy away for 25 years for what reasons? Like you, it, it, yeah it, it, and he was it, a kid like that's the other thing i'm like he was what was he 19 when yeah. he went in uh and like, so it's just like yeah 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 he was yeah yeah he had just turned 20 look like which is okay. it's, it's just so, yeah. it so yeah he got hit with all these conspiracy charges and then he's in jail. And what I don't understand is when you're in jail, to me, off of some trumped up charges, he also got um, convicted of sneaking a shiv into prison. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. he's in a federal penitentiary <laughs> and he's trying to protect himself. Like, I'm not oh, saying yeah. it's right, but I understand especially since he shouldn't yeah. be there in the first place. In the first place. Not that long. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, I don't even know. It's interesting. So it's good. I'm glad he's finally getting out. I'm happy for his mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm happy that, you know, and I read like he doesn't want to go back to Brooklyn. Like good. he's not trying to be in New York anymore. He's just kind of done with that. And it's like, I hope we don't, you know, 
getting out of prison, I, I, I don't know, I've never been to prison, but my understanding and a lot of the stuff that I've read and interviews, it's like, it's tough reacclimating back into society. He's a young dude. We have no idea what was going on back there. Um, like, give him some space, give him some time. Maybe he wants to keep doing it. Maybe he doesn't. Like, we just, we just like, let it, let us ease up. Yeah. Let him do his thing. Leave him alone. But I'm glad he's out. Yeah. Looks like he's got a good circle of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his mom, a couple of the guys that were in like his group. Uh, Quavo from the Migos said he's going to pick him up. So I saw that. I was like, I was oh. like, wait, you said the Migos, dude? <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, I dig it, I dig They're it. They're all coming. Yeah. They're all happy. Yeah, so I mean, like, it's not like he's going, you know, back to the block necessarily, which hopefully will curtail any of, like, the temptations that typically, you know, besiege people in a similar position that don't have yep. a hot nigga on their resume. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good, it's good. Yeah, so fingers crossed. But that's some good news. I was very happy to read that today. God bless you, Bobby Schmurda. <laughs> Best of luck to you, sir. Best of luck. It looks like we're pretty efficient this week. Yeah, we are. I, I will say, uh, good job, good job on that. And since we're uh, since we've run out of topics, I guess uh, I will have to ask you, Sterling, who can get it this week? Wow, <laughs> my number one. Here's the thing: I'm a piece of shit because I have no idea how to pronounce my winner or my runner-ups <laughs> last names. So bear with me. Daniel uh, Kuleya. Kaluya. Kuleya. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might know him from Get Out. He is in uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, he can get it. He was like in an interview with, what's her name? Robin, whatever her name is from uh, Good Morning America. <laughs> and she was getting like all flustered and he was like just smiling at it. And he, she was like, wait, what do you mean? He's like, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> she was like you better stop if you were in this studio audience right like she just like couldn't handle it because he was just like smiling at her and you know he's got his little british accent i was just like boy you fine as hell Uh, (laughs) he can get it (laughs) this is like i it's it's been like a newer development i i never thought he was like unattractive but like he didn't have that can get it quality and then i think he just like got a like since ah one of the movies that he did i was like Oh, hello. Like something about him, it just like something flipped a little bit. I have a theory about this. Okay. This is called the the grown-up weight. Okay. When man, woman, they hit like a certain age, they fill out like in the face, body, like they they they've become a grown-up. I think you're right. I like it. Now my my theory on this is confirmed by Rihanna and Beyonce, basically. Yes. Like they were very cute girls, yep. but then they became like adults. Yeah, they became <laughs> like, like real women. adults, <laughs> and then it's like, oh my damn! Yeah, 
No, I think it's true. I think you're absolutely right. Cause I think that was it for him. We got him right before it like flipped, right? Mm-hmm. Right before he became a like an a man, like an adult man. <laughs> Cause before I was like, yeah, he's cute, whatever. Now I'm just like, hello. I'm Sterling. What, <laughs> say your last name for me again, please. I love it. <laughs> and then my winner up, and this compliments your winner up is Alexis O'Hanahan. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but Serena Williams' husband. He, I, I love how much he loves her and I love how much he loves their daughter. Like, I just, like, I watching him, like, watch her and, like, giving her, like, the smile and, like, just whatever. Any tournament she's in, they'll always, like, pan the camera and he'll, like, smile at her or whatever. And I'm just, like, I don't like your long, greasy hair, but, like, you're, you can get it because you're like a good you're like a good husband and father (laughs) like that's what it is it's like who he is as a person has made me be like you can get it and he's spoken out about like mortality rates for black moms after like serena was struggling giving birth and almost died and nobody was listening to her and he's like i never knew because i'm just like a white guy and he's like this shit's wrong and he's like all about um like uh, paternity leave and making sure fathers are involved. That's it. Like who he is has made me be like, you can get it. I was trying to think who I would describe him as the other day. And then it hit me. If there was like the movie Looper, (laughs) he would run into his older self who would be the first gentleman, Dougie. That's right. He is Looper Doug Emhoff. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I think he is. I think that's it. It's just something about like those types of dudes where you're just like, I love you. <laughs> like you are so sexy because of how supportive you are to your spouse. Like, like you're clearly you. like, they are in the lead. They are amazing. They're the winner. They're the most popular one. They're the most successful. And he's wildly successful. Like he's oh, done yeah. very well for himself, obviously. But like, just that type of thing where it's like, I'm so proud to be the spouse of this successful powerhouse of a woman. And I'm like, yeah, you are. Never tries to overshadow. I Never. love it. Love it. <sighs> so how about you? Good, okay. sir. All right. So my can't get it this week. My runner up, Serena Williams. Um, she's out there. She's doing what she does. Dominating. Thank you so much. Um, I mean, she lost to Naomi Osaka, but mm-hmm. there's no shame in losing to Naomi Osaka. None at all. She's a previous can't-get-it winner herself. Yep. So She's like the only person I'm okay with Serena Williams losing to. Yeah. If not Venus, you know what I mean? Like, she's the only one that I'm like, oh, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, because they both, like, support each other, like, mm-hmm. so much. Like, I love it. I love it. But yeah, I saw a bunch of people like talking about, oh, is she washed up? Is she bad, 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 bad. I'm like, now shut up. Appreciate shut up. the greatness. She's so good. Uh, she is the greatest women's tennis player of all time. She's arguably the greatest athlete of all time. Like, just enjoy the ride. <laughs> She's amazing. I love her. But Mike can get it this week with apologies to Elizabeth Olsen is Kat Dennings from <laughs> WandaVision. <laughs> you know, 
I, I started out this week. I wrote in Elizabeth Olsen, and then I watched last she week's episode. Made it, everyone. She I watched last made it. week's episode, and uh, I was like, "Oh, oh, look at you! Got a little bit of groceries there, Cat Dennings. All right, I see. You. Oh, she's got all the groceries. I mean, uh, the whole like series. She's just like been sitting behind the computer, and you forget. And mm-hmm. then uh, this episode, I'm like, "Oh, well, we got you standing up." Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, allow me to be problematic and <laughs> stare at you a little bit here because you are quite attractive. <laughs> she has been on like every dude's list. I feel like that I've like been friends with. Like she's on Carl's list. Like Cad Dennings has been been like a number one for for a minute. But I feel like she she's always forgotten. Like it, it something will happen, you'll be like, oh yeah, Cad Dennings, whatever. And then you know she wears a dress, and you're like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like her and uh, Lily from the AT and T commercials fall into like a similar category. They do. They do. Like they they kind of like fall back into the background and you don't think about it and then like there's an AT&T commercial and then Twitter blows up (laughs) (laughs) like for a while there Twitter was going nuts about her (laughs) absolutely it's true it's true ah those are good choices I'm I'm pretty happy with my choices (laughs) I like them I like them Apologies to Elizabeth Olsen. Maybe next week. Tune in next week (laughs) and see if Elizabeth Olsen finally makes the cut as B. Tom's can get it of the week. Is this going to become like a recurring gag? Because I think it might. It just might. She'll always almost make it and then she won't because somebody else is going to take over. Look, a bronze medal is nothing to be ashamed of. Not at all. You You still get to stand on the podium. She's doing great. Yeah. Beautiful, talented young lady. She just just keeps missing out. One day. So close. Yeah. The trophy so will be away. hers. She will get the gold. <sighs> well, this has been another good one. Uh, you know, going over what's trending, who's a piece of shit, and who can get it. I like it. Oh, it's yeah. Been a, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you this week. Pleasure is all my. <laughs> Tune in next week, see if Elizabeth Olsen makes the list and see what else is trending on the Life is Mild podcast. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you then. Bye. It's a